listening to ESL Talk, a podcast made for English teachers by English teachers. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another new episode of ESL Talk. Moving along really nicely in Season 6. We've had some great episodes so far, and we're going to continue again today where we're talking about teaching and learning and staying motivated whilst teaching and learning different languages. So our guest today is Nina. She is a polyglot teacher and language learner, obviously. Um, She speaks and teaches multiple different languages, and she talks to us today about how she stays motivated whilst she is doing this. It's really interesting, and I think you'll get a lot from this conversation. She also touches on you know, the strengths in building network, building community, and how she leverages social media to help her build this audience, build this network of fellow language learners, um, how she's able to use it to kind of you know, extend her business and extend what she does as a teacher, whilst also learning other languages, learning new cultures, and having all these great opportunities. So that is today's interview with Nina. But of course, before we get into that, just a couple of announcements. The first thing, if you haven't yet registered, the Teacher Level Up Summit is coming in just a few days. So if you haven't registered yet, don't forget to sign up for the summit. We talked about this on our previous episode with Crystal. Um, It is an amazing free event for teachers helping them take their teaching business to the next level. There's lots of great guests, events, prizes, all of that good stuff. So don't forget to just quickly go back to the Teacher Level Up Summit. Um, Sign up, register for free. It is taking place this Friday and this Saturday. Um, So do try to get along to that if you can. And of course, don't forget to check out our sponsor, esl-curriculum.com to get your free two-week trial. We can get access to 750 plus premium teaching resources and materials. Also includes games as well for all levels, no matter what you teach as an online ESL teacher. Just go to esl-curriculum.com, get started with your free two-week trial. And then just finally, if you haven't applied to be a guest yet on the podcast, you can do so by just simply going to our website, esl-talk.com. Click the button at the top that says be a guest, fill in a few details, and we can interview you on a future upcoming episode. We've got a lot of great guests already scheduled for the rest of episode six. But let's get into today's interview with Nina, where she's going to share all about how she stays motivated as a polyglot, as a multi-language speaker, and also as a language teacher as well. Here we go.
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, Nina. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Great to have you. Hello, Daniel. Nice to meet you. Uh, actually, when I was learning at school, I already got some like teachers noticed my talents in uh, learning languages. But at the same time, I liked to dance, so I couldn't choose between them. But um, I, I always liked English. And we also got the second, the second language we had was French. And I, I also liked it. Uh, after that, I, I needed to choose uh, like dances or languages. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I couldn't choose. Actually, I still like dance. <laughs> I still like dancing. I still like learning languages. So after my school, after I graduated from school, um, I also got choices. I got choice to be a, an English teacher or an English uh, translator, or to choose something else. So, and I got opportunity to choose, uh, uh, can I say like degree of Orientalist? Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Yeah, so that's connected with uh, um, Eastern cultures and languages. Yes. So, and yeah, and I thought like, why not? Let's try it. <laughs> well, actually I was nervous a little bit uh, because it was something absolutely new for me mm-hmm. and i even i hadn't had uh, the idea that i i'm gonna be an orientalist or i will learn chinese or even japanese <laughs> so but i i got this risk i yeah i took this risk and i started that's why i started learning chinese because our first language was chinese 
um, and the second language was English, and the third language was Japanese. So actually, I was really I was nervous the first time because you know it's absolutely different from uh, Latin French. As I remember, English it's also like connect. Yeah, also Latin Latin words, Latin alphabet. Luckily, <laughs> I was okay. I was fine with the Chinese. Even after that, with Japanese, and mm -hmm. that's how I started dive into uh, Western languages and culture. Because wow. we at university we got history, uh, Chinese history, Chinese literature, Chinese religion, every, everything. Yeah. All those aspects. So, what are all the different languages that you can speak and also teach? Like, there's a lot of different languages. So, we have obviously English and Russian, Chinese. Spanish, yeah. Portuguese, Japanese, Korean, yeah. Arabic, Turkish. Is, this, is that right? Yeah, yeah. But I just uh, just this year I started this year I started Arabic and Korean languages and actually yeah Portuguese Portuguese. I also started this year, but um, so I do not teach them. I'm just a learner. Uh, but I, I do teach Chinese and English and uh, French, but. Um, French, I just teach basic. I just teach little children because I'm still learning. I don't have such a, a high level as uh, as my Chinese or English. But yeah, because I like languages, I just this year I decided I decided to try new ones like Korean and Arabic. Mm -hmm. And this is um, that's the reason why I choose them because uh, I got friends through uh, yes. Instagram. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because we'll get into that in a moment. Yes. yes. <laughs> that's so the reason what, why. Yeah, that's great. So, what would you say um, is your advice for staying motivated when you're tackling? Because all these different languages can be really difficult. So, what's your advice for staying motivated when you're learning and teaching all these different languages? Actually, for me, uh, the the most important reason why I'm still motivated is communication and being able to meet new friends uh, on social media and to meet new friends during, for example, my journey or trip somewhere. Uh, that's the, the first reason why I'm still motivated because I, I found it out that when you, when you open and when you have a tool-like language, you really have a lot of possibilities to to be able to find new friends. Um, mm -hmm. For example, on Instagram, on social media, yes, I, I'm just happy that I can be, I can try to be friends with uh, new people. <laughs> and right. uh, yes, uh, also, uh, also I'm able to read something because, you know, sometimes we need more information for our job uh, or for some explorings or even, I don't know, for example, I'm interested in psychology I'm interested in uh, healthcare topics, and it's much better when you can also find information in other language than just in your mother tongue, right? Uh, so yes, absolutely, that's yeah, it opens up it opens up a lot of different potential and lots of you know wider a wider range of of resources and and things you can do. So it's really nice though that you've managed to 
meet friends from all these different countries. And how does this network of friends, how does this influence your language learning and teaching? Like how have they influenced you or in what ways have they motivated you? First of all, my English is getting better and better <laughs> because the, the main language we speak, of course, it's English. And there are sometimes like, especially when you, you when you're becoming or getting uh, close friends with someone, uh, you start to tell them, telling them about your life, how everything is going. And I just figure out like this year, my English became much better because I started, I had, I have several close friends from different places like South Africa, Korea. And, you know, sometimes I need to share with them something that I don't know how to say it. So <laughs> every time I need to check this out, how to say it, how, which grammar is better to use. So mm -hmm. it really helps me, like, because I, I really, I really want to tell them what I need to tell them. <laughs> so that's why I, yeah. I motivate you need to be to precise. You need to be precise, right? And yeah. say accurately what you want to say. I, I understand that. That makes sense. And it's great that you can, you can do that through other languages as well. Yeah, I wanted to say also that about mm -hmm. other languages, like not just English, there are, it's interesting, the interesting fact that like, uh, for example, I got a f some friends from Brazil and every time they hear that I like Brazil, uh, I like Portuguese because they speak mm -hmm. Portuguese. Mm -hmm. uh, every time they're like, oh, we're going to teach you Brazil. Uh, we're going to teach you Portuguese. Let's speak Portuguese. <laughs> so I even sometimes I even don't ask people just try to teach me. So that's really amazing because, yeah, they really help help me. And every time like some guys from like Turkey, they also like if you want to if you want if you need something if you want to learn something just write to us or they just write me some phrases like in turkish or i don't know in portuguese in spanish and i need to <laughs> translate and i remember them so it's amazing yeah very much so it's a really nice way to to learn because i think learning learning a, a new language is like learning a culture right you're not just learning the language you're also learning the culture as well so could you share a story about a, a memorable cultural experience you've had thanks to learning and teaching these different languages? I just remember that I could try weird food mm -hmm. <laughs> in China, but it's not yeah. connected with uh, so languages. About, um, maybe a phrase or an expression or an idiom where you're like, oh, it means that? Or something that you heard where you're like, oh, I had no idea that's what it means. Have you had this kind of experience? Yeah, I, always with English or <laughs> Chinese. <laughs> Um, but I, I can't find ex exact example example. Yeah, All right. Yeah. So let's dive into so let's dive into some of the specific languages you've mentioned. So how do you approach teaching and learning Chinese, for example? Because it's very different to most, you know, most other languages. So how do you approach teaching Chinese and learning Chinese as well? No, after like learning Chinese, as I mentioned before, it was the first language at my university. So that's why I got I got uh, a high level of Chinese language, like I speak fluently. Uh, but after I graduated from university, I I should I should find a job. <laughs> but you know, because we we are Orientalists, it's like you can choose whatever you want, and we needed to choose what we like. And I was mm -hmm. like, oh my god, I don't know what to do. But um, at the same time, I was learning. At the university at the same time i was teaching dances so and i thought like whoa 
I could teach dances, why, why can't I try to be a teacher of language? So that's why I started, I started being a Chinese teacher. Uh, yeah, that's why. Wow, so that's that's a really nice idea. You're like, well, I can teach dance, and I'm good at dance, and I can teach it well. So I have this also yeah, have this gift for language. So why not teach language as well, right? Was that the mentality? Yeah. Also, yeah. also, yeah, it was like this. Also, you know, um, I every time, like, very often, I got this idea that uh, dance it's also the language, like it's the body language, right? Absolutely, so. it's expression. It's expression of of your message, what you want to say. You can express things non-verbally. Absolutely, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why. So I I thought like I'm good at dancing, so I can be good at languages and. Mm -hmm teaching them it's the same thing for sure okay so what about spanish and portuguese these are both like romance languages so what advice could you offer for people who want to teach or they want to improve their spanish or portuguese how would they keep motivated to learn these languages oh that's interesting and hard question as well <laughs> um what can i advise like how to be motivated I was I I am still motivated. You know, music. The first reason is music because I'm a big fan of Shakira. I think everyone knows who is this, right? <laughs> um, Shakira and other singers who sing in Spanish language, and also Portuguese. It's also the, the weird reason why do I like this language mm -hmm. is just because of the series. Uh, it's it's called El Clone. Or, or clone, like clone. Mm -hmm. Okay, what's <laughs> that about it? I'm not familiar with this. Yeah, it's a Brazil. It's a really old Brazilian series. And when I was a young girl, I liked to watch this. And after I grow up, I rewatch this serial uh, series again. And um, I watched this in Russian, but I could I could listen the sounds that I could listen the, their speech in Portuguese. Uh, actually, they speak carioca. Uh, it's karaoke accent of Portuguese in Brazil, and I really I was in love in those sounds that they pronounce. So that's why I started <laughs> learning Portuguese. <laughs> so it's I, it's it's a weird Wonderful. actually weird weird reason, but yes, not at all, not at all. TV is usually the initial um, like exposure that a lot of people have to a new language or a culture, and it can definitely help them and motivate oh, them actually, to learn language. I, it's very common. Yeah, I've heard that, uh, I know that, for instance, in Russia, there are many uh, teenagers, they like to watch Korean dramas, doram dramas. Yeah, I, <laughs> so, and I could, I could hear that they started learning uh, Korean language because of this. Yes, actually. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> exactly. Well, let's, let's go on to that on similar theme. Um, you talked that you talked about Japanese as a language that's very distinct from other languages you've mentioned. So what tips would you have for those people who want to learn Japanese or they want to maybe teach Japanese? What advice would you give them, Nina? Uh, to learn Japanese, the first is to be ready that they, guys, they have uh, several systems of al alphabet. Like, they have, like, several systems of writing. I'm not, <laughs> yes, I wasn't right. So, uh, three systems of writing. And also, for me, Japanese is really hard. I mean, Japanese grammar is hard because yes, uh, before 
be, before I started learning Japanese, I thought that Japanese and Chinese, it's really close languages. They should be absolutely the same, but no, <laughs> they are not the same. The only one thing that Japanese, uh, th there are Chinese characters in Japanese language because mm -hmm. they, yes. they, they borrowed them. So for me, it, it was easier to start learning Japanese after I started learn, learning Chinese because I already could understand many characters. <laughs> but I just, the problem was that I, I couldn't read them in Japanese because they have uh, different sounds. But yeah, it's... There are some similarities though, right? Yes, yes, absolutely similar characters. Absolutely. Like, we, for example, mountain, uh, the word mountain, how do they write it? It's the same way. A Chinese character mm -hmm. and Japanese character, they are absolutely the same. Also numbers, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yes. Uh, yes. yes, two, ten. I think that's also very, not exactly, but quite similar to Korean as well. There's some quite a lot of similarities with Chinese and Korean as well. Some some of it. Uh, I got a Russian. I got a Russian friend who is mm -hmm. uh, like, uh, his nationality is Korean. Nationality, yes, because his parents, they are Koreans. And they moved to uh, South Korea two years ago and he said that yes that there is something similar between uh, Korean numbers and Chinese numbers but yeah. I, yeah. I I just my Korean I, I, I didn't start numbers yet I, I, I haven't started learning numbers okay. yet there's different I, systems of numbers as well different ways to say things and count so there's three three different counting systems that I'm aware of so yeah at least oh so you it's, have a wait, it's waiting for it's waiting for me. I, I yes. need to figure it out. <laughs> have to keep motivated to to learn this language as well. Yeah. Why did you initially start learning Arabic? Again, that's a real challenge and it's very unique um, for a lot of learners. So how do you learn this and, and how would you teach this if you were a teacher teaching uh, Arabic? Uh, no, I, I do not teach Arabic because right. I'm just a learner. I was saying, I was saying if, if you were going uh, to teach you, it, how would oh. you teach it? Uh, I started it because uh, this year I got many followers from different Arabic countries like Egypt, Iraq, Morocco. Uh, so that's why I was interested in like, whoa, how do they guys speak? How do they write? Uh, the most interesting for me is how do they write? Because it's absolutely crazy because they write in another way, not like we. From They start from another side. <laughs> I also I was curious how how is possible to type uh, on the phone. <laughs> yes, it's very tricky yeah. because the everything is aligned differently and it goes yeah. from right to left, right? Y yes, <laughs> and uh, that that's the reason. So you know, my my goal is not to learn Arabic, like to be fluent in this language. My goal for now is just to be able to say s some. Uh, basic phrases like if mm -hmm. i for example if i one day I, I decide to go to travel to egypt for example right uh i want to be able to say something like hello how are you doing where is this where is that my name right, is nina right. yeah and to be able maybe to read something or to write something yeah mm -hmm. <laughs>
that's why. Yeah, and I agree that it's really nice to, even if you can't be fluent, just to know a few words in someone else's language really helps to build that connection, right? I think it's a really important tool, and I found that just knowing a few words of each language can really help a lot to, to kind of you know, uh, kind of break the ice and also just to feel more comfortable with people from from other countries as well. I think it's very important. Oh, I can add something. Um, sure. because every time I travel somewhere, uh, for example, last time I, I was, uh, in Turkey and also when I was in Montenegro and yeah, before I went to Montenegro, before I went to Turkey, uh, I, I always, before I went to somewhere, I always tried to, to learn several basic phrases and it's really, I understood that when you try to speak in their language they're really they're more friendly to you i don't know how it works but of yes, course it works. definitely it works. definitely if you just make a little bit of effort people are very surprised and they're very excited because they don't expect it it's not common for them right and if you can make a little bit of effort definitely you'll find that you have a much better experience i think for sure i think that's yeah. very important and and you have so. more possibilities because every time i try it every time people are kind to me friendly and they are like whoa let's let's teach you something else we can yes. help you with something else yes. yeah and <laughs> and also i also noticed that uh, learning knowing knowledge of english is really important mm -hmm. because last time i was in turkey like um, for example a situation at the hotel uh some russian tourists came with me like we it was check check-in right check-in moment moment of check-in and it just was me who could speak english and right. the hotel services administrator she also she just could speak turkish and english <laughs> and all the russian tourists they're like oh we do not understand english and um and yeah i, I was like a translator i could help them and also there was a couple of uh, young uh, uh, men and girl and they were like, whoa, we will hang out with you <laughs> because you can speak English. And really, we became oh. a, we we became a friend. We, we became friends after that. Like we went to excursions with them. <laughs> this was funny. It's just so you became English. an you became an unofficial tour guide because of your linguistic yeah. skills, right? Yeah, and they and they could, and they cool. could take take my pictures they could help me with taking photos there you go it's, that's awesome it it, and it's great like this is the beauty of language and what it can do for you for sure um tell yeah. me nina we've discussed kind of your language journey and, and some of your approaches for teaching now can you share any personal stories or memorable moments from your experiences in in language learning and teaching are there some experiences that jump out to you from teaching maybe specifically as a teacher some some like really wonderful moments that you've had so far I just can remember that I'm always happy when I can see how, how my students, well, my teenager students or uh, kids, how mm -hmm. like I'm yes. always happy when I can see that they understand something, especially in Chinese, because, you know, Chinese, it's, yeah, it's absolutely different. For example, in Chinese, they don't have a word million. They don't have this word. They just say, uh, they have a special word to say, Ten thousands. It's just one character. Right. To, right. Yeah, I think maybe Korean the same. I'm not sure. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and when I see that my like teenagers can understand it, I'm always like, whoa, 
<laughs> because I remember when I was at university, it was hard for me to understand how it works. And now when I see that I can, I can teach them and it works, I'm like, wow, you could understand yes. it. Like <laughs> you can understand it uh, just after one lesson, but because I, I couldn't do that <laughs> after five lessons. <laughs> so that's really funny. That's amazing. Yeah. So I guess what I really want to ask is how as a teacher or how as a learner, can we stay motivated? What are your top tips for staying motivated, keeping motivated and learning and growing as a language learner or as a language teacher? As a language learner, as I mentioned, it's just uh, friendship. Like, and yeah, I think for those people who are closed, uh, who are not open to other people who are like shy or something it really um, it doesn't allow them to stay motivate motivated because if you want to be connected with people if you are open to share and to exchange it really that's what let me stay motivated because i'm like oh today I, i'm gonna talk with this friend tomorrow i'm gonna talk with that friend and yeah it's and because we are friends <laughs> this process is like unstoppable right and about teaching i think that these little successes uh of my students mm -hmm. all all their victories in somewhere uh it it can keep me motivated yeah awesome that's great thank you for sharing that nina how can our listeners connect with you? How can they find out more about you? Or how could they reach out if they want to practice or learn or teach a language? Uh, yeah, you can find me on Instagram. My page is Kari Ganova. Perfect. Yeah, I'll add that to the description underneath. So you guys can, uh, can find that and you can connect with Nina if you want to find out more about what she does. Maybe get involved. I know you do a lot of um, lives and a lot of great um, classes and events where you talk about lots of different subjects in many languages. So... That would be great. So feel free to join Nina for that. Thank you so much for joining us today, Nina. I really enjoyed the chat. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for an invitation. It was nice to participate here. Thank you so much, Nina, for taking the time to talk to us today on the podcast. It was a really interesting and insightful interview. And it's always great to speak to guests that, you know, have connected via social media through um, places like Instagram. So if you're not following us on Instagram, please do so. You can just go to at ESL Talk Podcast, and you can follow us there on Instagram. So it's great to connect and network and find um, amazing teachers and learners like Nina. So feel free to follow us on Instagram, and you can also follow her on Instagram as well. Um, her information is just in the description below. That is it for this week. So we'll see you next week for another new episode. Thanks as always for listening. And don't forget, you can access all our previous episodes for free just by simply going to esl-talk.com and you can listen to all our previous episodes whenever you like for free at esl-talk.com. See you next week. Bye-bye. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com 
juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe for even more ESL teaching content.